Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Check in with the Lakers coming up here in a little bit. MLB Sunday leadoff. You can check it out at 11 a.m. Eastern this Sunday on NBC and streaming on Peacock. It'll be the Braves and the Orioles. You can also watch this program on Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app and you can watch for free. And we say good morning to our radio affiliates. We're approaching 390 cities around America that carry this program. Poll question for the final hour is going to be what, Seton? Dan, last hour we put up there, uh, if you were going to bet on Anthony Davis's performance in game two, you would take the over or the under. Uh, man, this is just uh, cruel. Uh, but right now, 82% of the audience is taking the under. We don't even know what the over-under is. Correct. And you're already taking the under. Yes, yes. And a lot of the uh, responses to the tweet are some of the things that we had been kicking around, like... Well, usually after a big game, there's a mild injury or something like that that happens somewhere in the second or third quarter. I watch a Lakers game like I'm watching one of my kids play, like you're holding your breath to make sure that they make it through okay. And I'm watching Anthony Davis, and you're just going, oh, don't get hurt. He's the biggest guy on the floor, and you're going, oh, don't get hurt. 30-23 and 23 last night. Also, I mean, he had, if you look at all-around games, I mentioned this earlier in the show, and uh, he had... 30, 23 rebounds, five assists, four blocks. The last time you had a player in the last 40 years to put up those numbers, it was Tim Duncan in 2003. It doesn't happen. It's rare. It's just you need to have it happen more often with Anthony Davis. If you could do two games in a row, I'd be like, whoa. And I live to see that. But if you look at what he did last night, they needed it. They shot a lot of free throws. They were proficient from two-point range. Golden State didn't shoot a lot of free throws. They shot a lot of threes. What if Jordan Poole hits the shot? What are we talking about? Now, that tied the, that would have tied the game. But let's say they won the game in overtime. What would we be saying about that game today? Because it was that close. 
115 to 112, has the three from 30 feet away. Here's his coach, Steve Kerr, co-signing on what Jordan Poole did. I thought Jordan did a really good job. Um, I had the timeouts left, but I saw them double-teaming Steph at half court. So I knew somebody was going to be wide open if we could just get the ball uh, out. And Steph did a great job. He got the ball out of the trap, and um, Jordan was wide open and pretty good look. You know, that's, that's a shot he can hit. So really, you know, happy with that possession. And uh, again, this, you know, Jordan had hit six threes already, so it's a great shot for us. Okay. He's got to say that. Whether he believes it or not, it was wide open, but it was 30 feet away. And I think we're going to look at the end result and then be critical of it. Even if it went in, I didn't think it was a great shot because it's 30 feet away when it could have been 25 feet away. But the Lakers survive, and now if you're Golden State, you have one of those must-win situations. Although we say that when they were down two games to none, but you can't be losing at home. That's the difference here because Golden State hasn't been a consistent team on the road. In fact, they've been a bad team on the road. Joe Embiid will play tonight against the Celtics. He said that after winning the MVP last night that he's back. And I thought that that meant, oh, his back. Like, oh, no. And then it's, no, I'm back. And uh, right now the Celtics are favored by 7.5. They were favored by 10. Uh, we'll get some phone calls here coming up. We'll check in with the Lakers coming up as well. I just had somebody who sent me an email. We were talking about Carl Malone has some items that he got from the Dream Team in 1992, getting autographs. Michael Jordan autograph jersey is right now $975,000. What they did at the Olympics, they would set up two tables, and the players and coaches and staff would put stuff on the table for everybody to autograph. All the players had you know special requests there. And the players were taking care of each other and the staff. Carl Malone was the ringleader. It made it easy for all the other players. They also did it for the games in Atlanta. That allowed everybody to be able to get autographs. And a lot of players got autographs of everybody on a ball or maybe a jersey there. But uh, Carl Malone got Michael Jordan game-used autograph. Jersey. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I'm reading a little bit more about this. Malone went a step further than just the random gear that was out on this table. He asked guys after certain games to have their jersey, and then he put them on the table to to have signed. So not the not just autograph, but all confirmed by photographic evidence and testimony that they're all game used shoes and jerseys. And a lot of times, what happens, and players will tell you this. Tiger Woods told me this because he once signed uh, after he won Augusta. He signed the uh, local newspaper for me, and he just just signed Tiger Woods. And then he ended up with the Grand Slam and uh, the calendar Grand Slam or something. And uh, his caddy got something signed for me for an auction item. And he put uh, to Dan and then he put Tiger Woods. And I said, well, I hope somebody named Dan buys this at the auction because he personalized. And a lot of players will do that so you don't resell it. But, you know, if... If your name's Carl and you want to bid on Michael Jordan's jersey, you can say, yeah, Mike, signed that for me. But uh, that's, that's what they do sometimes. They'll personalize it so you have a harder time trying to sell it. All right, some phone calls here coming up. Uh, Haley in South Carolina. Haley, thanks for holding. What's on your mind today? Yeah, hey, Dan. Uh, yeah, Haley in South Carolina, uh, 5'2", and a skinny fat 115. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not to bring back up your childhood, but mm. earlier, uh, your your Disney story couldn't help but relate. So uh, my dad took, from the youngest of four girls, and when we were little, he took all of us and my mom to Disney on the 4th of July because he thought that that would be the day that nobody else goes and uh, that everybody else has other plans, which the park was at record capacity. And he was so appalled by the prices that uh, he had us all share one giant turkey leg for lunch. And that's <laughs> all we had. That's all we had the entire time we were there. So but some H- might say Haley, he dodged a bullet. Haley, did you get in to the park? We did. I did get into the okay, park. Okay, well then stop whining. I didn't even get into the park. I was parking on the, lot. Yeah, I was in the parking lot. <laughs> But, you but, still walked away with a souvenir. I got a turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. And we got the Donald Duck hats. It's sad. 
He came back home. People like, you went to Disneyland. Yeah. Not in. We went to Disneyland. Uh, Josh in Montana. Hi, Josh. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Uh, I just wanted to, first off, 6'5", 255. Okay. I just want to tell you guys, thank you. You guys have got me through a lot of bad times uh, since I was shot when I was 15, uh, out hunting with my uncle. Um, I've had 30 plus surgeries and you guys have, uh, it's three hours every day that you guys actually put a smile on my face and makes me forget about all the pain I'm in and everything. And I really appreciate it. And you talking about your depression, I go through that plus the PTSD and when you talked about it, it made it a little bit easier to realize what I was actually going through. So I just wanted to say thanks to all you guys. Well, Josh, I'm glad you called. Does Fritzy's mock headlines or limericks, does that cause more pain or does that help the pain? Uh... I try to block that out. Okay. All right. Okay. It's a wise uh, man. That's a yeah. wise man right there. Josh, we'll uh, put you on hold. I want to send some the, T-shirts. The, the uh, other, the, I got. I got one more call out. I got a call out on Polly. Uh oh. I sent Polly, uh, or Grizzly T-shirts here from Montana because he's always raving on the the Bobcats, and so I sent him uh, Grizzly. Uh, t-shirts, and he, he tells me he only wears them in Vermont. He won't wear any of them on the show, but he wears them only in Vermont. Erroneous. Erroneous. I remember that you sent them a few years ago, and when Montana won a playoff game, wore it on the air the next day. All right. Well, well you know what? I'll scold him during the commercial <laughs> break, Josh. How dare you, Paulie? Apologies. Do that to Josh. I think I wore it. Uh, Deli in Chicago joining us. Hey, Deli. Hello, 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 Dan Patrick. This is Delhi. Hi, Delhi. Chicago. Hi, Delhi. I wanted to say I'm really happy you took my call. I wanted to say Josh kind of stole my thunder a little bit, but I have had a uh, accident, uh, a brain hemorrhage, and it happened seven years ago. And I've been in the hospital for seven years trying to recover, fighting back and back, trying to get back to what I was. I was got into a forced retirement, which I did not like. And uh, you have, like Josh, I love listening to your show, and it's a must-watch night. I've scheduled my day around you guys. Well, and, thank you, uh, Dylan. I just want to say that when when uh, you guys mention the, the promo, the promo, you say, get download Peacock and you can watch for free. Is that going to be... Because I don't have I don't have an income now. Is that going to maintain? Is it going to be free for forever, or are you going to go to the pace subscribed series? I don't know, Delhi. That's uh, above my pay grade, but hopefully we'll be able to uh, bring this program to you and uh, continue to do the way we have. That uh, thank you, thank you for sharing that story there. Uh, let's see, Barry in Santa Fe. Barry, you got a cheery story here. <laughs> uh, good, good morning, fellas. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Chat Row. Yeah. I'm uh, fully abled. I'm healthy. My blood pressure is 120 over 80, but I still <laughs> managed to enjoy your show somehow. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, you were uh, talking about uh, items from TV sets you might want to get. TV shows, you guys yeah. Already have, yeah, you already have one. You have the Cone of Silence from uh, Get Smart. You think maybe you could... Uh, Lower that bad boy and Fritzy, give us a little demonstration. Oh, I don't know. Would I do that to Todd where I lower the but cone of silence? I didn't really sil- say anything that would warrant The cone of silence on Fritzy? Yes. Yeah. Come on, be a sport. There it is. There it is, Barry. It's uh, right there. I got Fritzy behind the curtain in a velvet cone. All right, get me out of here. <laughs> get a little claustrophobic. Yeah. I haven't used that on Fritzy in a while. A little hot in here. Wait. Is it going up? Don't even joke that this is stuck. Uh, I think it's... Oh, oh, there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah. <laughs> a little sweaty. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay now. All right. 
Uh, Dan in Missouri joining us. Hi, Dan. What's on your mind today? Hey, from one DP to another. Hey, bud. Hey. Uh, Long-time <laughs> long listener since the Mothership days. I used to listen to the podcast, then just the best of. But, guys, the the Peacock app, I'm so thankful for my job. I get done home trucking, and I come home, and I get to watch. You get the best of, the highlights, the live look-ins. If you guys aren't checking it out on Peacock, that's where it's at. But um, after last night's game, I, I, even as a Chicago kid, I used to scoff at people that thought Michael Jordan could score 50 points today. But I think a, a, a talented big man like Shaq or somebody would just dominate. Like at, watching Anthony Davis out there, it's like put Shaq in the game and, and – he might just dominate or Elijah Juan or maybe even Patrick Ewing. So right. I don't know what your thoughts are well, on that. I, but I, 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 there's no big man in the NBA, it feels like. And a big man now is playing on the perimeter. Because growing up, Dirk Nowitzki would have been a center. He wouldn't have been a three. But I wonder, and yes, Jordan would get 50. He would. If he averaged 36 and you were allowed to rough him up, now I can. he's going to be able to shoot threes. The court is open. He's going to get to the hoop. He's going to shoot free throws. Yes. Could Mike score 50 a game? We had Phil Jackson a couple of years ago when he put out his book. And I said, how much would Michael Jordan score nowadays? And he said he, would average, he could average 45 a game. Yeah. I mean, that, just factor in the three-point shot. Uh, the court is spread. I can't put my hands on you. And Mike's going to get to the hoop. Or down low on the blocks? Absolutely. Yeah, Paul. I actually think guys like Shaq and Elijah wouldn't average any more in this NBA, not because there's, you know, they would crush the defenders in this NBA, but guys don't throw to the low post. So many guys spend their time outside jacking shots that don't need to be jacking shots. Yeah. I'll bet you if there's some type of metric or stat they looked at of passes down low to the post, these this decade compared to 30 years ago wouldn't even be close. They don't. The centers don't get the touches. Shaq would average exactly what he averaged before. You think so? I, I do because of the opportunities he would get. Not because of him. He would crush Kevon Looney. You know, he would just back him down and just annihilate him. Yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah, like Marvin just had that number before. Like the Warriors put up like 52 three-pointers yeah. or something. Like something yeah. insane. But they don't have anybody down low to throw the ball to. I mean, James Wiseman was supposed to be that guy, and he washed out. He's now with Detroit. But they don't have an inside presence. Therefore, why would you throw inside to any of those guys? But if you had Shaq, I mean, Shaq's going to score. What's the most Shaq scored in a season? Low 30s? Yes, Marv. I thought you were going to say career high. Oh, Shaq, no. Shaq led the NBA in scoring twice with 29 and a half. Okay. And he also averaged like 13 rebounds those seasons. Yeah. He would easily average 30, no problem. And Embiid can average 30, Shaq would. Yeah, yeah but Embiid takes you out, and Embiid is shooting jumpers. Sure I wonder if Shaq would be forced to develop that. No, he can't. He wouldn't be able to do it. His form, he couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, look at his free throw shooting. Embiid's got great touch from the free throw line. Wonderful touch. I don't think Shaq would be allowed to throw his shoulder into people. He wasn't allowed to that much when he played. If it was this NBA, and he would be called for more offensive fouls probably. I'd be curious. There'd be less less players to double team Shaq down low because everybody's playing on the perimeter. But yeah, I, you know, Kobe could average that just because they're volume shooters. And if you can't put your your hand on somebody, I can't beat you up. And I factor in the three point shot. And Kobe had a great jumper. And Michael had a great jumper. I bring them out, and they're shooting threes, and they're able to get to the hoop. Yikes. Yeah, Paul. I, I think the guys that would benefit most from this era are Larry Bird and uh, Reggie Miller. Who Reggie, I think the most in his career he ever attempted was six three pointers per game in a season. That might be there's there's fifty guys who attempt six or more threes. Reggie would have a green light. He would be averaging twenty six instead of twenty one. Well, Easy. You'd, you'd you'd have a lot of guys who would have like Ray Allen. You would I would say you must take fifteen threes every game. Every one of your shots should be a three. I would I would make sure that he did that. Because you won Bird back then, if you took two or three, maybe four three pointers, it wasn't it wasn't the uh, weapon that it is now. Bird, yep. Bird never attempted more than three threes a game in any season of his career. Yeah. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, Glenn Rice would be Shea Gilders Alexander, where he'd be like you know, Glenn Rice is averaging thirty four a night. Yeah. 
Uh, let me take a break. We'll check in with the Lakers. and More phone calls coming up as well. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Shopping for tires can be deflating, as Todd likes to say. TireRack.com. Doesn't have to be. Free shipping. Free road hazard protection. And they test the tires. They have a test track, and they push the tires to the limit. So before they recommend something, they want to make sure they put them through all of their uh, you know hoops. They want to, they want to make sure you're getting the best tires. TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. And then they have the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Personalized tire recommendation. Right tires for how and what and where you drive. Full lineup of Continental tires. And they're shipped fast and free. I got mine overnight. Ordered them at 5 o'clock one night. Next morning before 11 o'clock, they were here. Mobile tire installation available in a lot of areas. They bring the tires to you at your home or office. Install them on site. Usually takes less than an hour. TireRack.com slash Dan. See the Continental test results, special offers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Bali Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, get your priorities straight. Well, maybe, Tony, they listened to this week's episode already. I don't care. Listen to it again. Yeah, great point there, Tony. Anyway, you. so you listening out there, make sure and go do that and uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express 
employment, professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. 76ers started out the day as 10-point underdogs against the Celtics. They're now 7.5-point underdogs because Joel Embiid is planning on playing tonight. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more. MBUSA.com. Dave McMenamin is uh, the ESPN reporter covering the Lakers. He was there with Game 1 last night in Golden State and joins us on the program. What did you expect last night, Dave? Well, the Lakers coming into it had won 14 out of 18. They've been playing really good ball in high-leverage situations. They needed all those wins towards the end of the regular season to secure a spot in the play-in tournament. They beat Memphis. Their confidence was spiked. They got the weekend off. So I expected a strong performance. I don't know if I expected them to be up 14 in the fourth quarter and kind of controlling the action for most of the night. But they're a group that believes that they can win this thing. Uh, That was the sense I had coming into it. And certainly they were going up to San Francisco with the intention to at least get a split. The philosophy, the offensive philosophy, Golden State took over 53s. The Lakers seemed like they were content, aside from LeBron, to have two-point attempts here and get to the free-throw line. Does that philosophy change for either team going into Game 2? I think the Lakers want to keep the same diet. I mean, they have recognized that they go generally as Anthony Davis goes. LeBron James is going to manage the game, however he deems fit on a night-to-night basis based on however the defense is playing, but... If Anthony Davis, it's one of those old maxims, you feed the big man, and then it gets him more activated on, on the defensive end. He came off the series against Memphis where he had 26 blocks in a six-game series. He had four blocks in game one, and part of that was going nine for ten from the field in the first half, just activating him. As for the Warriors, obviously they were the highest-paced team in, in the first round of the playoffs. You're comfortable with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry taking just about any look they could possibly get when they step on a basketball court. I don't know if I'm Steve Kerr. Perhaps I, I, I talked to Jordan Poole a little bit about some of the shots that he took. But overall, I, I think both teams are content with that style. I mean, you think about it, it's a tied game with two minutes to go. Okay, but if I paused the Jordan Poole shot as he releases it, would you have said good or bad decision? Oh, bad. I'm like Steph Curry, who's leaning over in disbelief after the shot. Tarim's off to the left. Now, I have seen you know, Tyrese Halliburton, a, a bright young star in today's game. He defended the shot. He said, what do you want? It's less than 10 seconds to go. It's wide open. You want him to put it on the floor and lose his you know, vision and, and the separation kind of there. Yeah, You're right. Separation. But you still have 10 seconds. That's sometimes an eternity in a game and considering how good that group is in relocating uh, shooters. Look at the shot that Steph Curry hit to tie it. That was him zipping all around the court and eventually getting open just beyond the line on the right wing. I think you could find a better shot. Yeah, and I, I commended the Lakers for doing what I'm always telling teams to do. Don't let the best guy on the floor beat you. They double team Steph and therefore Jordan Poole was so open. I don't know if he realized there was 10 seconds left. I don't know if he realized exactly where he was on the floor, but Steve Kerr said all the right things after. Like, all right, you know, we're good with that. You know, I'm fine. Like, he has to back up his guy, but it, it wasn't even a close shot. That That's what was alarming. If you just said, oh, man, in and out, or almost when it, it wasn't close whatsoever. And that's that difference of 26 feet to 30 feet. And not a lot of guys can do that with a game on the line with the confidence to go, I got my shot. I mean, yeah, we watched the finals last year where he hit several shots even beyond that mark against Boston. And so I guess you could say he's done it before, but every situation can generally find a, a better shot, especially considering his teammates. Like <laughs> you have Clay Thompson, you have Stephen Curry. I, I think if you're going to take that shot, you better make it. If you were going to bet on Anthony Davis's performance in game two, really good or really average? There has to be a regression to the mean based on what we saw in the first round. Now, it doesn't say, have to be, Dave. 
Well, I mean, to start nine for ten. Well, they have nobody to guard him. Rebounds in the first half. That is true. I mean, Kevon Looney, we should put some respect on his name, Dan. No, he's good at rebounding when others miss. He's just not good at maybe stopping Anthony Davis. Therefore, there's no rebounds. (laughs) To me, it was Anthony Davis getting the shots to fall in the 12 to 14 foot range. Uh, His jump shot has eluded him for the last several years, and that was a sign to me. And again, it had a carryover at the free throw line, which is basically the same type of shot that if he's going to hit that, they're not going to be able to do anything with him. but just the Memphis series, it was a spike of a, a really good game comes down to earth offensively, but still maintaining that defensive presence. I think the Lakers will take it uh, because if that happens, you look at the first round, six games, five different leading scores for the Lakers. So maybe you don't get a nine for 24 game out of LeBron and he can carry you with the 30 plus night. Dave McMenamin is uh, covering the Lakers and the Warriors, ESPN NBA reporter. We were talking about this is, not a rivalry between these two franchises, but it's more of a, a legacy rivalry with Steph and LeBron. Like, if one wins another championship, like moving up the, the legacy list there, uh, a, a title would be more important to who, in your opinion, between those two? If Steph gets a fifth ring on LeBron's watch, there will be a lot of people out there that that will have him leapfrog LeBron. Really? Uh, oh, of course. I mean, we saw some people last summer that was already putting him in the top five. Okay. That fourth ring. And I think there will be a chorus of that sentiment crescendoing, whereas LeBron's place, I think, is kind of secure so long as he keeps him away from him, keeps, keeps it at a tie, uh, or certainly, obviously, if LeBron gets a fifth ring. Um, LeBron is pretty much top of mind, a top five player. Steph would get there, I believe, uh, with the additional ring. There is a recency bias to all this. Yeah, because LeBron has done it for 20 years. Steph has done it for 10 years. For, you know, 13 or something like that at this point. (laughs) Well, he had a couple, a nine-time All-Star, is that right? Yeah, LeBron's a 20-time All-Star. Yeah, right, 19. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I don't know if there's any rationality like when it comes to this conversation. It's an emotional one for uh, a lot of fans. But I, I think to me, if you zoom out a little bit, this is the two ambassadors of the NBA changing beneath their feet. LeBron James is the ultimate positionless player of this era. Steph Curry is the face of the three-point revolution. Both of those tenets of the strategy are are what now carries the day in the league. You okay with Embiid winning MVP? I'm okay with it. I voted for him last year. I voted for Giannis this year. I'm okay with it. Uh, I don't know. It's a little bit of a, you know, so many times the bride made, you're finally the bride because you did come in second two years in a row, but... Uh, you just hope that he's, as you mentioned at the top of the segment, you hope he's on the court against the Celtics and, and can look like the MVP in the biggest moment of the season. Yeah, I think I think Giannis is the best player in the game. Uh, but I, and having voted on the MVP, it is weird, though, that we feel like, oh, it's like the Academy Awards. You know, it's that director's time. Or Scorsese deserves it for that movie. And you're like, is that the way we should vote? that it's Embiid's time. Oh, was it? He missed a lot of games. Uh, Bucks had a better record. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. To me, it was best player and best team is kind of the thing that, like, what I generally go to. That's the, that's where I begin with. And then if someone, like, totally shoots uh, that argument out of the water, then, of course, uh, I'll evaluate their case. But yeah, I, I thought last year it was more impressive for him dealing with the – Ben Simmons saga and not letting that team yeah. fall from their expected level. But uh, it, it felt like there was a seismic shift when uh, Perkins mentioned about the voting and the makeup of the voters because, you know, DraftKings said the Joker was a prohibitive favorite to win. And it's almost like the voters, because there wasn't much time left in the regular season, I don't think. And it just felt like maybe people did a reset on that. 
And I thought that that changed the voting, whether it changed it for Embiid winning, but it felt at the time Joker was the prohibitive favorite to win the MVP. What kind of impact do you think that had, if any, in your opinion? I, like Andrew Perkins is someone who I love working with, and, and I hope people listen to what he has to say. Uh, maybe not all the time, <laughs> but, but a lot of the time. Uh, I think he is kind of has his pulse uh, or finger on the pulse uh, of the things that matter in the sport. And you know, there was a time in the season when Jason Tatum seemed like the guy was going to get it. And, you know, even prior to that, Luca, there was a conversation around it. it, it it's a strange thing. Uh, you have to have the requisite moments when people are kind of locking in their vote and we live in the 24 7 news cycle where people kind of get bored of your case they, even through an 82 game season so it, it's kind of having the moments at the right time when people's minds are malleable to come off the uh, kind of the initial front running narrative now i think that's a part of it that is affecting the ultimate outcome the votes are public now and if there is someone that that it seems like the pack mentality is going with do you want to be the one guy to step away from that you know mike brown first unanimous coach of the year pick in nba voting history i don't i mean i i voted for him as well and i think he's well deserving but i think a diversity of opinion is sometimes a good thing and the fact that all these awards are putting put out there and people are concerned in some level of their mind about social media backlash yeah doesn't help serve finding the 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 most deserving players yeah you know and i liken it to patrick mahomes Giannis is in the patrick mahomes category we take him for granted you know he won an mvp he won a title and and that's an ultimate compliment because mahomes is what 26 years of age maybe 27 and we're like we forget how great he is and, and I think we did this with Jordan to a certain degree. Certain players, they graduate, and then we go, oh, that's right. And, and therefore, we root almost for the new story to come up, you know, that we can talk about this guy. Uh, where, you know, the media feels like they've been desperate for Luka to be an MVP. And I keep saying he's not going to be an MVP for a long time because the team is not good. And, it, you know, if he has the number one seed, then he can win an MVP. But... You know, he hasn't graduated there, but it feels like there's some of these guys who get there. You know, when Jordan didn't win twice with Barkley and Carl Malone, it was like people felt like the media was desperate. Like, give us another thing to write about. Even though they were worthy, Jordan was still the MVP of the league. And to this day, Dan, LeBron has four of them. And within the last month, I was in the locker room post game with him in Los Angeles, and we're having a conversation about something. And that's something gnawing at the back of his yeah. mind, and he brings it up. Well, I'm still in the four MVPs. <laughs> What's going on? And here's a crazy. He hasn't stat. won one in ten years, Dave. And this was the first year of his career. And now he was not on my MVP ballot. He missed too much time. The Lakers were under 500 for a lot of the season. First time in his 20-year career, he didn't get one vote for MVP. I, that's a wild stat for 19 straight years. Yeah. People who whose opinions, quote unquote, mattered viewed him as the best player in the game. Will you ask him about that? Uh, most likely, yeah. Last night, probably not, you know, in the podium situation. Yeah. He's sitting next to Anthony Davis. But, yeah, if there's a shoot-around or a practice, I think that would be an interesting conversation. Hey, thanks for getting up with us. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for joining us, Dave. You got it, Dan. Uh, Dave McMenamin covering the Lakers-Warriors series, ESPN NBA reporter. Yeah, there's voter fatigue in all of these where you're like, uh is there something else? And then we do the it's your turn, it feels like. Like Giannis, you got a couple. Something. Joker can't win three in a row. You know, only Bill Russell and Larry Bird, guys like that, do it. And you're like, well, he can. You just don't want to vote for him. And I have no problem with Embiid. But I do think that Perkins mentioning what he mentioned. Now, people said race baiting, but... I think he did have writers and broadcasters do a reset and go, let me look at this again. Because Joker was the, the odds-on favorite. He was going to win the MVP again. He's going to go back to back to back. Yeah, Mark. You were talking about new stories. I think the Derrick Rose MVP was the perfect storm. Mm. They won more games than the Heat, and that was the year LeBron left. 
for Miami, and so people were just yeah. over LeBron completely. Yeah. And that was one of those you know new stories that you're always mentioning. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Last call for phone calls. What we learn. What's in store tomorrow. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Super Bad Music Radio, WDJ, Xenia Fairborn in Beaver Creek. Got tickets to the new Jennifer Lopez movie coming up. Oh, is she hot? Oh, it might be December, but it's September right now. Strong. <laughs> boy. Strong effort. <laughs> yeah. Riding a bike. Yep. Hitting the post. I drive my wife and kids crazy in the car. Song will come on. They'll be talking. I'll go, shh, shh, shh. And then I'll talk, <laughs> talk up to hit the post there. Uh, I should have been a, one of those top 40 DJs. I still got time. Yeah. If this doesn't work out, maybe I'll do that. Uh, Cody in L.A. Hi, Cody. What's on your mind today? Hey there, Dano. Happy Wednesday. Hey, Code. Hey, so I called a couple months ago. I don't know if you guys remember or not, but, uh, you know, Father's Day is right around the corner, and our annual Dead Dad golf tournament's on, and see if you guys are going to come down. 
Uh, so the uh, Dead Dads Club uh, golf tournament is in L.A., Cody? No, we're going to – I'm thinking crossings in Carlsbad. Okay, Carlsbad, nice nice uh, place to go any time of the year. Um, I don't know if we'll be there for the Dead Dads uh, golf invitational. tournament. Yeah, invitational. Yeah, <laughs> invitational. Daddies and caddies. Yeah. There you go. No daddies right. and no daddies. caddies. In Carl's dad. Okay, thank you, Ted. Did you just get here on the show? What are you talking about? Uh, I hate when you say that. That really upsets me. No, I'm just... Uh, but why is it... Was I really quiet? No, no. I would just... Why is everything so serious with you? I, was, I made a little joke there about I know, Carl's I dad. That wasn't serious. No, no, I know. But then I just said... Uh, no. And I can't win. I'm either talking too much. I'm quiet. Where were you today? I didn't say enough. I'm talking... I said too much. I can't find that happy medium. I go to extremes as Billy Joel Caleb in Portland joins us. Hi, Caleb. What's on your mind? Hey guys, 510-210, just calling to update you. I called last week, tell you after four years of being sober, that moonshine, I finally uh, broke, and let me tell you, oh. I'm back, baby. No, 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 I don't, I don't want to hear you're back because of our moonshine. Oh, Dan, let me just tell you, even though today's Thursday, I'm drinking like it's Friday, baby. No, no. Oh, you're no quitter. No, I don't. Caleb. Especially because it's Wednesday. Caleb. <laughs> oh, holy bleep. You're right. Caleb, you think it's Thursday. It's Wednesday. I got to call my boss. All right, I gotta, thank uh, you. I got to go. Okay. That's Caleb in Portland. He hadn't had a drink in four years, and he got some of our moonshine. That is just terrible. Well, the moonshine is that good, but you go four years without a drink, and then you get our uh, tailgate moonshine. By the way, we were strategizing yesterday. Sometimes we do get together and think about things on this show about the uh, next batch of moonshine. It's watermelon moonshine, and we're hoping to have it at the end of June. We'll let you know, and we're trying to... uh, Upgrade the amount of moonshine that we have available. Caleb, plan accordingly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Todd. Are you on the wagon or off the wagon? I always get confused between those two. If you're like not drinking, but all of a sudden you do, then you you fell off the wagon or you're back on the wagon? Yeah, you fell off the wagon. Yeah. I don't know how we came up with or who came up with. We need to get Fritzy on the wagon. When you're on the wagon. Do you know what that, uh, how that, what was the genesis of being on the wagon? Is there, well, there's got to be. I've never been, so I couldn't tell <laughs> yes. you. <laughs> yes, Todd. During the times of prohibition in the 19th century, men often climbed onto these wagons and took an oath that they would give up alcohol and drink only water. This gave rise to the expression to be on the water cart slash wagon. It was later shortened to on the wagon. Thank you, Todd. Back to you in the studio. All right. Uh, Michael in L.A. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind today? Uh, good morning, Dan. Good morning, good morning Dan. Yeah. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, regarding the TV set that you would uh, take home, yeah. Uh, if I couldn't have the entire thing, I will take the bridge of the classic Starship Enterprise, the Shatner oh. original from the 60s. Okay. By the way, good voice there with Michael. But uh, Yeah, I never watched Star Trek, but uh, that, that whole set where William Shatner sat, might be impressive. That's like where you hold like a family meetings. And you're sitting in that captain's chair, family. <laughs> you're a boss if you do that. Yeah, like your yeah. kid brings home the report card. Yeah, uh, I'm going to need you to sit down. I need you to go into the Star Trek yeah, room. Go to the Star no, Trek room. No, not the Star Trek room. <laughs> Trouble. No, not the Star Trek room. Uh, this day in sports history, Pauling. 1936, Joe DiMaggio made his major league debut for the Yankees. He got three hits. 1938, Lefty Grove. Anyone know Lefty Grove's real name? Robert Moses Lefty Grove, Hall of Famer. It, wait, you didn't give us a chance. I was just kidding. No one knew it. Uh, how do you get the name Lefty? He's the first guy to get it, and he's got it forever. But some of those names from the like early 1900s, like you know, Three Fingers Brown. Yeah. Like well, Industrial Accident Brown. Yeah, was too like, long. Yes. <laughs> what what what's the uh, farm? Uh, the combine didn't, yeah. didn't you get <laughs> stuck in a combine or something? In, yeah. Rhubarb Baker. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Derrick Rose, here it is, Marvin, 2011. Derrick Rose became the youngest NBA MVP at age 22. Mm. Okay. I got one more, 2007, okay. the Golden State Warriors defeated the Mavericks in game six. First time an eight seed beat a one seed in a seven-game playoff series. Mm. Uh, let me see, anything else happen? 
1952, the Kentucky Derby airs on CBS. First time the event carried on network TV. You got Kentucky Derby coming up this weekend on NBC. I think Mike Tirico is going to join us from uh, Churchill Down. On Friday. Oh, that's Polly. Do the horse thing again. <laughs> Natural sound. Of Mike Tirico? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it with this day in uh, sports history. Do you want to know who's a better friend, LeBron yes. James or Aaron yeah. Rodgers? Yes, I do. Right now, 63% say? LeBron. Heck yeah, LeBron <laughs> James. Heck yeah. I mean, he brought Tristan Thompson back. You know what's a funny thing about this uh, poll? Yeah, by the way, don't Chloe, you think... Chloe can't even bring Tristan Thompson back to the Kardashians. Don't you think LeBron James' uh, like, partner is like, so why is Tristan always around? <laughs> why do you always got to bring Tristan around? Because uh, he's in a tough spot. He's, I'm just trying to help him. Yeah. Is he in a tough spot? <laughs> like, didn't Tristan Thompson bring this on himself? Sure did. Yeah. Sure did. He sure did. I love Khloe Kardashian. You can't be seven feet in the club trying to be incognito. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's slipping out a side door. You're still seven feet, dude. You, know? like, you don't go, oh, you know, who's the 5'11 guy slipping out the side door? It's the, who's the seven footer? Oh, that's Tristan Thompson. Oh, isn't he uh, married to Khloe Kardashian? Uh, I think so. All right. Uh, what did you learn today, Todd? Your family went to Anaheim, stayed at a motel near Disneyland, got to see the park from outside the gates, got a Donald Duck hat to make it appear that you actually went inside. All right. No need to rub it in, Todd. I'm sorry, but that's what I learned. Seton, what did you learn? You are owner to two of the cruelest and saddest stories I've ever heard. <laughs> My daughter missed out on four consecutive birthday parties for herself. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh birthday parties. And she deserved it. Marvin! <laughs> Everyone... <laughs> Everyone had a better lunch than you did. Uh, by the way, hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, only one place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, the all-around support for this program. For Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paula, yours truly, this has been the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 